T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, he is a Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl 22, part of the great history of this Washington NFL franchise. He was the first black quarterback to start, play, win a Super Bowl. And on the eve of Super Bowl 57 with Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, who better to have on and to talk to and to let you guys hear from then the great Doug Williams, the legend himself is kind enough to join us. He is currently a special assistant to president Jason Wright with the Washington commanders and just a great all around person. Uh, and Doug, I'm so honored that, you know, you're giving me some time and appreciate you. How are you, pal? I'm, I'm great, Chris, and appreciate you having me on, too. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for making time for us before we get to the Super Bowl uh, and, and you'll be out there and all that. And we'll get to that in a sec. Doug, last year, last week, I should say, on January 31st, we celebrated the 35th anniversary of that Super Bowl, Super Bowl 22 at Jack Murphy Stadium, which doesn't even exist anymore, <laughs> uh, that you guys won 42 to 10 over the Denver Broncos that you played in, started in, won the Super Bowl MVP in. Uh, everybody knows what you did. Uh, even if they weren't actually live to see the game, everybody has studied the annals. Um, when that anniversary comes up, do, do you think about a lot of – the significance of, of that day, both what it meant for society and also what it meant in your career and in your life? Or do you kind of treat it as, you know, well, it, it was a long time ago. It's special, but it's kind of the same day. Chris, first of all, let me say that it has been a long time ago, yeah. but but I don't think there's a, a day come by a go that I don't remember something about that day. Yeah. You know, I know how significant it, it is to, to me, uh, my family, and to uh, Black America, you know, we're we talking history. That's that's the key to this whole whole thing. We're not just talking about some guy that just passed by. And you know, I think about the fact that if, if it had been somebody else, it had been Randall Cunningham, Orrin Moon, uh, anybody like that, I, I think I feel the same way about what transpired and, and what this week is all about. So yes, I, I think um, that day will forever be there and. I'm glad I was able to do it here in the Washington area and, and for the DMV. I think that was the most important thing, you know, just just being here and, and working with the commanders and and traveling around the DMV. You know, I feel it every day because no matter where I am, somebody's going to mention it, and and that's a good feeling when you when you think about it. When I walk into this office and walk into the front door, you know, you got through three Super Bowl trophies up there, mm -hmm. and knowing that you was a part of one of them is it's a great great feeling and the fact that we still here to enjoy no doubt about it uh and it was an amazing day and i i was only 13 i think at the time but i remember watching it in my friend's living room and just going bonkers because of the significance and because of what you guys did in that second quarter to obviously blow out that game um before we get to the rest of that game how much extra pressure internally did you feel that week that day that maybe you didn't share with the public the media because of the circumstances and just because, hey, it's a Super Bowl and I might not get another opportunity here. Well, let me let me tell you how I handled that, Chris. You know, 
it wasn't from a pressure standpoint because I, being an athlete all my life and knowing it's about competing, uh, what I learned to do during that time is never put pressure on yourself because whoever you play going to put enough pressure on you and, and everything else. So you don't need no added pressure. Uh, but my job was going out to San Diego. I knew it was a whole lot of uh, media and a whole lot of things surrounding that game. And it was about me more than anything. It was about the black quarterback. And I thought the most important thing was not to get wrapped up into being a black quarterback. I knew I knew what color I was. I knew who I was. I think the most important part for me was to go out to San Diego, enjoy yourself. When, when the NFL say it's time for you to talk to the media, talk to the media, go to practice, uh, get in your playbook, and enjoy your, yourself. So I, I didn't go there thinking that I got to do this because I'm black. I got so many black people depending on me. That that wasn't my theory. My my theory was all about doing what was best for the Washington Redskins at that particular time. And I felt like if I can go out there and perform between the lines, and, and I understand the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. There's so many, there's so many things around the Super Bowl that happen that the players are not involved in. So you can't worry about what goes on outside of the game. The most important thing is the game, and you prepared yourself during the season for a game. And that's how you got to look at it. We was playing the Denver Bronco, Broncos in a game. And you go out there and perform that. Now, when things are over with, and I said this then, you know, when it's over with, you can color me any color you want because I already know what color I am. So I know it was a significant day for, for, for black history, uh, for America, but more than black folks was pulling for Doug Williams. There's a whole lot of other folks pulling for Doug Williams. So at the end of the day, uh, you know, we was able to win the game, but at the, at the other at the other end of it, enjoy what came with it. That is uh, that answer like gives me a little goosebumps, you know, because <laughs> I, I I don't know if I can explain it and 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 get a better answer from you than uh, you just provided. The legendary Doug Williams, kind enough to join us from Ashburn from the team headquarters before he heads to Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Uh, so we're so thrilled to have uh, this time. When you got hurt in that first quarter, Doug, and you guys are down ten nothing going into the second. What was going through your mind? What do you remember? Did, did you know you were coming back in the game? Did you think it was serious? Did you think it was getting away from you? Do you remember like what you were kind of thinking after you got that uh, banged up a little bit there? Well, well, let me say this. First of all, I already knew I had a bad left knee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I had a bad right. left knee going into the game. Right. And when I hyperextended my knee at that particular time, you know, I left it straight. I didn't know exactly what had happened. Uh, but I do know when uh, the trainer ran out, Kioki ran out, and he was about to touch me, and I told him, don't touch me, because I told him, if the good Lord let me get up, I'm going to finish this game. Mm. And I got up on my own, you know, limped to the sideline, and, you know, we still had two downs left before we punted, and, you know, got the attention of the trainers and everything, and took a couple of ad bills and, and shook it out a little bit. I was still limping. It was still hurting. And when we got the ball back, Coach Gibbs walked back to me and he said, Douglas, you ready? I said, yeah, Coach. He said, well, let's get this sucker to rolling. Not knowing he mean 18 plays, we were going to score 35 points. He just said, let's get this sucker to rolling. And uh, the first pass from scrimmage, um, Mike Haynes walked up to the the line of scrimmage, wanted to press Ricky Sanders. And, you know, in practice, we always practice that. If a a cornerback walk up to press you, no help, don't have a safety behind him, hey, our receiver was better than their defense, defensive backs, and that's the way we thought. So it was supposed to be just a simple Charlie 10 hitch, seven-yard boom, hitch. But, no, he came up and wanted, wanted to be, I guess, he, he started feeling himself and wanted to pressure Ricky Sanders, and Ricky ran by him, and my job was to lay it out there. That, and it led to a TD, and after that it was to Gary Clark, it was back to Ricky, it was Timmy Smith, mm-hmm. and at the end of the half it was Clint Diddy. You know, and by that time, 35 to 10, and um, went to the dressing room, bugle, walked up to me. He called me Stud. He said, hey, Stud, if you don't want to, because I was hurting. I was hurting at halftime. He said, if you don't want to, you don't have to go back in. And I can remember telling bugle, I said, no. I said, I started this job. I'm going to finish it. And, uh, you know, went, let the doctors do what they do at halftime and come back out and finish the game. And after the game, I was badly walking. I was dragging my dragging my leg along off the field, man. But I had my helmet held up high 
and uh, was thinking that yesterday didn't matter to me. Tomorrow, I know nothing about, but today, you know, I felt like I had reached the mountaintop. Uh, you absolutely did, and then some. Super Bowl twenty two MVP, Doug Williams, our guest. Uh, and again, can't thank him enough uh, for his time and perspective. It's just some wonderful stories there if you haven't heard those. Uh, Doug, as we mentioned, two black quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, uh, going to be facing off. First time that has happened, obviously, considering your history. I know you're heading to Phoenix uh, later on this week for the game. Um, what does this tell us about the progress that you were so intricately involved in, again, in Super Bowl Twenty Two that here we are 35 years later and just having celebrated that Super Bowl 22 victory that now we have two black quarterbacks squaring off against each other. Well, well Chris, you know, when you look at it realistically, it's kind of unfortunate that uh, we just made it here because, you know, if, if the guys that deserve an opportunity before me had gotten the opportunity, we might not be here. We've been here probably past this. We probably, that probably would have happened 35 years ago. You never know. Yeah. But but it but it happened this week, and and we got we got to look at that as progress from from which it all started, from which you know I won thirty five years ago, and here now thirty five years later that we we had made progress. Russell Wilson did it twenty five years after I did it. Um, now it's thirty five ten more years later. We've had eight guys that of color to play in the Super Bowl, but you know I look at this whole thing now that we don't have to come back and say a black quarterback making history playing in the Super Bowl because we you can only play two quarterbacks at a time, so we got two. So that's that's over with. The only thing we got to do now is, from the NFL standpoint actually is to improve on hiring black coaches. Right. You know, there's a lot of black coaches out there that deserve an opportunity to 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 coach that is not getting that opportunity. And I think, uh, you know, you talk about a black eye. Other than that, if you want to uncover the black eye, we need to have more black coaches. Uh, and that's where, obviously, I was going to head. And one of those is Eric Bieniemy, who's going to be the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, has been, has done a brilliant job with Andy Reid, uh, has interviewed, I think, I don't know, 14 or 15 different teams over the course of the last four or five years, hasn't been able to get a head coaching job. He's still up for the Indianapolis Colts job as we speak here, Doug. Why do you think it hasn't worked for him? Yeah, that, that's unfortunate, though. I, there ain't no way in the world west hell that that eric the enemy should not have a job in this league you know i've been around eric the last summer at, at the quarterback summit in, in la and just in the room listening to him man I, I can't imagine not having a guy like that to motivate my team and and, and he's been with andy reed and, and done one heck of a job you know it's unfortunate uh i, I just think somewhere along the line it's about the owners more than anything. I think uh, the commissioner, Goodell, and, and, and Troy Vincent has done everything possible to to make this happen. But, but at the end of the day, if you don't open the owner's heart and, 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 and their head and look at it from a realistic standpoint and give them an opportunity to, to meet these people instead of having headhunters do their job for them, I think they need to sit down and go to dinner with them, drink coffee with them, whatever they want to do to find out you know, hides this individual. I'm talking about talking to the black candidates that are out there. When you look around, you know, you got the enemy, you got Leslie Frazier, you got Raheem Mars, Coach Carwell should have never been out of job. I mean, you look around, there's too many good coaches out there Steve that deserve Wilkes, an opportunity. Brian Flores, yeah. yeah, I sorry to jump in. Steve Wilkes, Brian Flores, uh, you know, and 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 Coach Flores got the Vikings uh, defensive coordinator spot. We'll see what happens with Coach Wilkes. Um, but I, I, you know, and specifically about the enemy, Doug. I mean, there are a lot of rumors that you know, if he doesn't get the Colts head coaching job, which I think everybody wants him to get, you know, that maybe he could be an offensive coordinator somewhere else other than Kansas City, and specifically in Washington. Do you do you think that I not that that's a necessary step for him, but do you think? if he were to not get the Colts head coaching job, that maybe it would help him taking an offensive coordinator's position somewhere else, maybe the commanders, where he has complete autonomy and maybe is not in the proverbial shadow of Andy Reid. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say yes, because, you know, I think he has to make that decision, you know, and if he got an opportunity to go elsewhere, if, if, if it doesn't get the head coaching job, that will strictly be up to him. But I, but I think any team 
that has the enemy as their offensive coordinator would put their arms around him and, and let him work. I mean, nobody's been in more details and 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 orchestrating certain offense than than the enemy has. You know, you all everybody say he don't call plays. Well, you know what? That's about three or four guys that have worked for Andy Reid don't call plays. The guy that left Sean McVay in L.A. don't call plays. The guy that left Kyle Shanahan don't call plays. You know, if you leave uh, my man up in Green Bay, don't call plays. So don't use the don't call plays. You know, Hackett didn't call no plays in Green Bay, but he got a job. So let's not use that excuse. That that excuse is old. Uh, Saying why you don't hire him, I mean, that's the most important thing. Give him the answer. You know, and some people say, well, he didn't interview well. You know the question of that? Who's in the interview? That's the thing. Who's in it? <laughs> you know, right. so we don't really know. And, and maybe they're not a good listener. Well, you know? maybe they are. I, I think you you know this, Chris. You know, well, let's talk about the Rooney rules. You look at all the jobs that was open this year. Right. And every last one of them interviewed two or more black candidates. You know, that the mentality is let's do this so we can get the Rooney rule out the way. And then we hire who we want to. That's, right. I don't care what you say. That's basically what is happening. Right. You know, and that's the unfortunate part of it. They circumvent the Rooney Rule. The legendary Doug Williams with us. Of course, Super Bowl Twenty Two MVP uh, and the first black quarterback to start win a Super Bowl. And, of course, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes this Sunday, Super Bowl 57. Um, before we run out of time, Doug, and I, again, appreciate you so much. Uh, Bobby Bethard passed away last week, and he was – you know, the architect in a lot of ways of your Super Bowl championship team and others in Washington and had a brilliant career surrounding that in Miami and San Diego. What was your relationship like with him both before the Super Bowl, after, and in life afterwards? Let me say, Bobby is Super Bowl. You know, he, after I talked to Joe Gibbs when the, when the USFL folded, the next voice on the, on the phone was Bobby Beth. And, you know, he, we was talking about coming up here and he was happy to have me and we agreed. I came up, got a chance to sit down and talk to Bobby. You know, I was fortunate enough, you know, Bobby Beffitt and, and you know, just his office was open and, and had a chance to just sit down, you know, and just air out certain things with the younger players. And Bobby would always, always ask me about the young players. Mm-hmm. You know, I figured he thought I'd been around a little bit and the young players and, and just the last year. So to be honest with you, Bobby used to call me uh, twice every month or so. And all he would say, I'm just checking in on you, you know, up until late the last few few weeks or months or so. I hadn't heard from Bobby and, and Jeff, who works in here. You know, I, I see Jeff and I always ask him about his dad. But I think if you look at the Washington Redskins commanders, you know, you have to put Bobby Beffitt, and he's in the Hall of Fame, which he deserved. You got to put Bobby Beffitt's name on any trophy in this building because it was Bobby Beffitt and Joe Gibbs who was the architect of what we transpired here in in the Washington area. And, and, you know, I'm glad that he got his flowers with the Hall of Fame and, uh, I'm sure he's going to rest in heaven with the fact that everybody appreciates Bobby Beth. I know I do. Uh, that's a wonderful, wonderful uh, answer and tribute uh, to a brilliant man from everything that I've read and known and, and studied. Uh, Doug Williams with us for one more. And again, can't thank you enough, Doug. Um, you're a special advisor assistant to Jason Wright with the Washington Commanders. You know, it's been a tumultuous time. I, I know things are still very much changing, so I won't put you in a bad spot. Where, What is the state of this franchise right now in your eyes, being in that building all the time and being who you are, and where are we heading? Well, I think the good part about me being in this building, you know, we're still dealing with the football part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's going to happen, what's going to transpire, you know, I could not tell you, uh, you know, I don't know whether I'm going to still be here and anybody else that hears that. But I think the most important thing is to, to do your job, you know, do what we're doing. That's all you can ask for is um, do what you're doing. And whoever, if, if there is um, assume this team, just hope that they would look at um, the whole picture and, and make a decision on what they want to do. 
you know, I think that's the only way you can you can face this because we, we really don't know what's happening. And uh, one last one, I lied. You got a pick for uh, Sunday, Super Bowl 57? Oh, or? You know, Chris, you know, I, I'm lucky. I'm lucky because, you know, I can't – I cannot lose. You know, and true. I think that's the best way for me to look at this thing. Well, not is Jalen and Patrick are my two picks to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Doug, uh, <laughs> again, I, I learned something and 10 things every time I get to talk to you. Uh, you've been so kind to me. I, I know, you know, we run into each other occasionally uh, around town. And, and and again, you you and your family are wonderful and you've always been so kind to me. Uh, I'm lucky to get this opportunity to talk to you, especially on a week like this. Uh, happy 35th plus anniversary uh, and uh, congratulations on everything that you've uh, done to put us as a society and the NFL in this spotlight. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. That's Doug Williams with Chris yesterday afternoon, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, San Antonio gunslinger, and, of course, world champion with your Washington Redskins. And, you know, if if Coach Gibbs were still coaching today, Coach would understand why Ron Rivera always looks for that veteran, that steady veteran to have in the holster just in case he needs it uh, because – Doug Williams literally, you know, I don't know if we're I don't know if we're holding coach Gibbs in the same regard if they don't win that Super Bowl that Doug won them and getting out of that 10 nothing hole against Denver. You don't know that Mark Rippon eventually turns into a mm-hmm. a Super Bowl champion as a 6th round pick out of Washington state, but Doug Williams was kind of that bridge between two incredible Washington football teams, that 82 and 83 group then this one in 87, which was more, I don't want to say vagabondish, but Coach really held it together. Mm-hmm. And then that 91 group obviously was one of the best in the history of the league. Yeah, I mean, I'll just say quickly, you know, like people forget details all the time. Everybody knows Timmy Smith. Everybody knows the big play at the start of the second quarter. What I forgot about until I just went back and did some research because I was 12, 13, was – and even though I've talked to Doug a million times and gotten to know Doug, you know, again, away from the building, whatever, what I forgot about was that he got hurt in that game. Oh, yeah. And he was already hurt coming into yeah. the game, as he talked about during the spot, how his knee was basically dangling. And yet he comes back after missing a couple of, you know, minutes start of the second quarter, and he just launches that 80-yard bomb because of the press man coverage, and he knew he just had to throw it to a spot, and boom. I mean, it ignited a 35-point second quarter. Ricky Sanders, we were off and running. Just as President Reagan sat at the White House, where's Ricky Sanders? Where's Ricky Sanders? And the president threw a bullet, led him all the way. Ricky Sanders never had to break stride. Touchdown. Washington Redskins. Who knew? We could have used Ronald Reagan as the quarterback. He'd have just gotten in the huddle and said, Where's Ricky Sanders? Ricky Sanders twice in that quarter for Washington. Think about that. Think where, about th- where was he? In the end zone. In the end zone. <laughs> Think about that. You had to cover James Arthur Monk, Gary Clark, like Doug, a USFL guy. Gary mm-hmm. uh, with the Jacksonville Bulls uh, was doing great things uh, with running back Gary Anderson in the USFL for the Tampa or Jacksonville. Uh, I think Gary was uh, Gary was with Tampa Bay as well in the USFL. There were so many. Kelvin Bryant, Philadelphia Stars. You know, there were so many guys that came out of that league that, you know, that went on to eventually have, um, you know, some solid NFL uh, contribution. Kelvin was terrific uh, here in Washington. But imagine, you got a game plan for Art Monk, Gary Clark, and Ricky Sanders every week. That's sort of what we're trying to get back to here with McLaurin, Dotson, and Samuel right now uh, in Washington. Those guys posed a great nightmare and if you watch Doug's, if Doug is on artificial turf, Chris, that knee that twisted on that natural surface out there in San Diego that day, it might be a different mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. He might not have been able to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, the natural grass at least made it twist a little bit more and gave it some, you know, gave it a little bit of give. There was no way they were keeping Doug off that field, though. Mm-hmm. He was coming back to finish the deal. And he did just that. Final half hour of the program is straight ahead. If you missed any portion of the interviews with Craig Cartner, 
Doug Williams. You'll be able to catch him on the podcast and, of course, rewind on the Odyssey app. Final half hour lies straight ahead here. We'll finish up some news and notes, uh, not on the NFL, but the rest of uh, sports from last night. We'll do that next right here. Dumb Dumb of the Day, 25 minutes away on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. say the decision coming in days not hours if it was hours i would say it's jeff saturday but they say it's coming in days that still leaves out hope if i'm eric b enemy that maybe it's him with the indianapolis colts days as opposed to hours russell what do you make of the comment from jim ursa well not not a surprise a because we know they're not going to have a, a big announcement or whatever during Super Bowl week. The question the for NFL me frowns yeah, upon that. The question for me always was, you know, would they would they get impatient trying to wait for their guy and and, and not risk waiting another week, week and a half, you know, maybe for you know to interview enemy on uh, next Tuesday, uh, you know, uh, have to then hammer out some sort of contract. What happens if there's a contract snag? Remember, this is. Um, Weren't they the team that, yeah, Josh McDaniels went mm-hmm. there and and had a contract, you know? So I I think, like you, it tends to, tends to make me think that it's somebody other than Saturday, and Saturday is a part of the coaching staff or the front office. I was going to say, that was my ne- you let me into my next question. If Jim Ursay says to be enemy or another candidate, yeah. Shane Steichen potentially, I would like you to have Jeff Saturday as your offensive line coach right. or associate head coach. Is that a deal breaker for you? I don't. I don't know why it would be a deal breaker. I, I mean, in other words, maybe you could w- say I words, want my own guy. Would and you trust? You know, would you trust Jeff Saturday yeah. as an offensive line coach? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you would think that the guy. I mean, you would think that the guy can learn how to be a position coach, right? And can make people better just by mm-hmm. how cerebral he was, how experienced he was, what have you. There are a lot but, of it, by the way. I mean, Ryan, uh, look at Ryan Kerrigan. Yes. Ryan, I mean, literally if stepped you, off the field. If you go look at the comments on Twitter under Ursay's statement from yesterday, there are a lot of Colts fans that are Jeff Saturday supporters. Mm. That want them to hire Jeff really? Saturday. Well, so if you're if 
if your decision is Eric Bieniemy, Shane Steichen, Jeff Saturday, is there anybody else that is Kafka up for that spot? I can't remember. I can't, I I think I, he I think might be. He may have interviewed, but I I think you I think those are the three names. I think it's Saturday, Bieniemy, or Steichen. Yeah. I mean, listen. If I was a Colts fan, I would want somebody with a little bit more coaching experience mm-hmm. than seven games. So that means it comes down to Bieniemy or Steichen. Or if there's another candidate that we're forgetting if about. If they hire Steichen over Bienemy, That's uh, uh, now that's going to be a problem for a lot of people. It's not fair to Steichen. It's going to be a problem for a lot of people. Eric has probably been at it a little bit longer. But are the roles similar that they're playing in their current locations? Yeah. Uh, yeah. With, I, I mean... I mean, you might say that Steichen's got maybe a little bit more autonomy. Mm-hmm. A little more responsibility. Maybe. Slightly more. Maybe. But Sirianni so, was so an that offensive a, guy. Just as you and I have talked about before. Right. Sometimes when Eric Bieniemy has uh, been interviewed, he's been passed over for sometimes people mm-hmm. with more experience, mm-hmm. which you can justify that. Steichen, if it comes down to Steichen and him, you know, I'm not sure you can argue that Steichen's not deserving right. the same way you would say you would defend Biennemi if you were in the Biennemi camp here. So uh, they're not going to hire, you know, uh, just I mean, like we talked about in Carolina. If they'd have hired like Kellen Moore right. over Biennemi right. or something like that, you know, that would be. I mean, the one thing I could say is, especially if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, I mean, you're hiring a Super Bowl champion offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. You know, like now, is there much difference between Bienemy and Steichen? Uh, pr- maybe not. I-, I mean, Steichen's been an offensive coordinator be- prior to Philadelphia. He was with the Chargers, and he was a quarterbacks coach before that for several years. This is what people do: they hire guys from successful offenses. Think about what we say about the Philadelphia Eagles all the time, Pete. They're not just a run offense. They're not just a passing offense. They're not just a short yardage uh, passing offense. They're not just a pure West Coast attack. They are read option. They are uh, they are zone. They are uh, downhill man gap. They can throw the ball deep, as we see over and over and over again. As a matter of fact, sometimes they overthrew. Uh, Jalen Hurts overthrew guys. Steichen also, by the way, Steichen also, by the way, had defensive assistant coach responsibilities at one point early in his career with the Chargers. Let me ask you this: If the Chiefs win Sunday, Mm -hmm. and the Colts haven't leaked out who to Rappaport or Schefter who they're going to hire, if the Colts, uh, I'm sorry, if the Chiefs win, and then Steichen gets the job. Over Eric Bieniemy, what is going to be the reaction? Um, there's going to be a lot of disappointment, I'm sure, for Eric because this was the only place he interviewed for a head coaching job this cycle. And by the way, let's circle back to the question I asked you earlier that you couldn't figure out yes. based on all the clues. I gave you a bunch of clues yeah. like Kevin Sheehan Super Bowl trivia. My brain was not working. Okay. Same last name as a former major league pitcher, mainly with the Indians. Okay. Rhymes with Shaggy and a former NFL head coach. I can't give you any oh, more. Oh, Nagy. Matt Nagy. So if Aaron Wilson's report is correct, that if Andy Reid were to retire and Matt Nagy would be the choice over Eric Bieniemy, you don't think that would cause an inferno of oh, I mean, what did epic I, what, proportions? I, mean, I didn't even think of Nagy. Last week, but I told you, Eric being a lo- Eric Bieniemy's been loyal as hell to Andy Reid here. Steve Spagnuolo though has been what a two-time NFL head coach, right? Uh, at least once. I-, I think it's twice, and he's been the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. And while the Chiefs' defense is far from great, you know it's been it- it's been beyond um, representable, right? I mean, it's it's been different. It's it- at times it's been you know washed away, bullied around, whatever, but. Generally, they are not an eyesore. Generally, they're not great, but I like they're. How you put that? They're not an eyesore. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're you know 28th, 29th, 30th in the league, and they allow you know 32 yeah. points a game. Spags right. was head coach of the Rams, right? And the 
and then the interim with the Giants. Okay, so it was the interim. Okay, so a one-and-a-half time head coach. I said to you, man, there's going to be freaking uproar if Spagnolo gets that job, if Andy Reid were to walk away. By the I way, didn't even think about Nagy. Steve. By the way, Nagy got to the playoffs two and two times in four years. Steve Spagnolo's first NFL experience. Oh, right here with your Washington Redskins. Yeah. He was a player personnel intern back in 1983. Hmm. That's what I need to be. I need to. I need to be a college player intern. With the Washington Commanders. I'm going to have to pay for LinkedIn, the full thing, so I can see who the three dudes were that checked out my profile from uh, Washington Commanders. So maybe you could follow them and maybe not you could harass them a little no, bit d- for d- a job. D- I am not going to harass anybody. No. Maybe and that, maybe that's part of my problem. I don't harass the Commanders. I don't harass the Ravens. I don't harass ESPN. You know, maybe I should. Maybe I, I mean, should be a pain in the rear end. I mean, we're hoping that at some point, maybe you don't harass them, but hoping at some point that people like your kind judge yesterday who let you off. Oh, yeah, my guy. Because he listens, because he knows, what have you. The great We're hoping Kemp, at some the honorable point, Kemp Hammond. Right. At some point, somebody from ESPN, somebody from Fox, FS1, somebody from you know the ACC Network, somebody from, well, you already work for the Big Ten Well, I mean, Network. NBC's got a bunch of games on, a bunch of Atlantic right. 10 games. They come through GW and George right. Mason from time somebody to time. Somebody with juice is going to be listening to the show and going, Eureka, there's, no, Pe- not. there's Pedro. They're not at all. There's not the all. icon. There is the next Vern Lundquist. You love me, there more. You is love the me next... more than than most. I appreciate that considerably. Um, couple you don't of, think that's going to happen? Not at all. Okay. I want to Let's hit a couple of quick things here. Kyrie Irving introduced in Dallas. Kyrie uh, Irving, let's let's... Kyrie Irving as a public speaker is excellent. He he he, he is he excellent. impressed me at times yesterday. Yes, he is excellent at times. And there are also things that you know, as as is often the occasion, people find some things where they're not necessarily on common ground with mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. But Kyrie Irving as a public speaker is awesome. He is excellent whenever mm-hmm. he gets in front of the microphone. I, I think, and I, I thought he was very good in Dallas uh, in the introductory. Uh, press conference. I really did. When he said, I mean, a, one or two things kind of rubbed me the wrong way when he said he was disrespected. Listen, I understand that it wasn't all peaches and cream for Kyrie. I mean, the Nets organization really did not back him up mm-hmm. like you would a normal coddled superstar when it came to the whole uh, vaccine thing. And when it came to the anti-Semitic comments over the summer uh, and in other incidents, they really didn't, at least my public perception. So I'm sure he felt very much that way that well, and they should the have thing, had though. You know, my back. Right. Here's the other thing, though. The Nets nor the NBA could have done anything about the vaccine mandate because they were playing in New York. It was a New York right. uh, thing at that time. So there really wasn't much mm-hmm. the Nets or the NBA could do outside of try to politic for him on the side, right? But but with that the w- mayor but, that wasn't going to budge. But th- but that was it. The fact that they essentially drew a public hard stance, like, okay, screw you if you don't want to play. <laughs> Remember, at first, didn't he like not even play road games at first, and then he started playing road games, yeah. and then it eventually became sure. home games. By the way, uh, just a real quick note before I forget, back to Nagy for a mm-hmm. second. Did you realize his record as a head coach is plus 500? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. 34 and 31. Yeah. And he did make the playoffs two out of four years. He was considered clueless by Bears like fans, Adam Gase. But by Bears fans and by media, mm-hmm. clueless. And I'm telling you, they will like there will be a lot of anger if Matt Nagy is, if Andy Reid does step aside, if Matt Nagy or Steve Spagnuolo is the choice over Eric Bieniemy. I don't think that's going to happen. Meaning Andy Reid's going to walk away this year, but I, maybe next year. Who knows? There would be a lot of people upset about that, and they would have. Literally no reason to be. Uh, finishing off the NBA, we got a trade deadline coming up tomorrow. Does not appear to at least be any smoke around the Wizards right now for the moment. Mm-hmm. 
But we, as we know, as we get closer to that deadline, commerce starts to pick up. Nets have traded Kyrie. Appears to be no movement with Kevin Durant. Yeah, and you could understand. Understand. you could understand if the Nets just said, you know what, we're going to blow it up and start all over. But how about Cam Thomas? He had 43 last night. That's three straight 40-point games mm-hmm. for him uh, for Brooklyn. I wonder if their phone rings about him. Well, to be would, honest with you, at this point, why would you trade why? him unless you got just an unbelievable... well? If you're not moving Kevin, yeah. you're, that means he's still going to be the focus of your club. If somebody called you with the right right compensation for Cam Thomas because they're seeing a guy and they want to strike while the iron is hot, somebody might overpay for a guy like Cam yeah. Thomas. I mean, if they overpay, and you might move him. You know, I don't think you move Kevin, but you right. certainly might move a guy like that. Yeah. right here at the deadline. The question ultimately is, do you want Tommy to do something here at the deadline? Right. Is there anything he can do that significantly makes this club better and more competitive in the East without moving one of his three big chips? Well, that's just it. I mean, there's nothing. And I'm not I, sure Beal can go because Beal's in the first year of a contract. No, no, I'm no. not sure you can yeah, legally but, I move mean, a Kuzma guy. I mean, Kuzma you could trade and first. Porzingis you could mm-hmm. trade, but that that's just it. I mean, what is Will Barton going to get you? I was going to say the only other guy that could get you, the yeah. only other guy that gets you any compensation, you already yeah. traded. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know if you moved Denny. I don't know if anybody would want Denny or Kispert or somebody like that uh, that would get you any kind of reasonable compensation back in the process. I I wouldn't be willing at this point to trade Denny, who maybe it's recency bias, but seems I, to be I on an ascension. Feel There's no like question. he's ascending. Kispert, maybe he just needs more time. Maybe I mean, he's he an older needs, player in college as it was. How much more time do you need? Well, because college and playing at Gonzaga, as we've talked about, is I way different that. than playing in the NBA. But if I'm standing wide open out on the perimeter and I got a three point shot uh-huh. and I don't make it, I mean, uh-huh. uh, it doesn't matter. If you uh, had to choose one of the two, you would trade Kispert, right? Yes. No doubt. Yes. Now, Denny would get you a higher return, but I'm not, right now, I'm not trading Denny. No. And I'm, I would, by the that. way, I wouldn't trade Kuzma. I, I wouldn't trade Porzi. I, I, do believe that this team, if they can ever, ever, ever stay healthy at a time, and that's been the problem. It was the problem last year. It was the problem this year. It's the problem all the time. And I know it's a lot of ifs and buts, but if they could ever keep them together, this team is not as bad as their record would tell you it is, or certainly that the last three games would indicate. 301-230-0980. That's how you get to Doc and Burgundy and Gold today. Coming up at the top of the hour, Chris's dumb dumb of the day is right around the corner, but first he'll tell us what's trending. All right, we spent the entire first hour of the show on LeBron James, who is now the all-time scoring king in NBA history, passing the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was in attendance last night in Los Angeles, a 133-130 loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. It was about a 14-foot turnaround fadeaway uh, with about 11 seconds left in the third quarter, well after midnight here on the East Coast that LeBron broke Kareem's all-time scoring mark. Meanwhile, the Wizards try and snap that three-game losing streak tonight on the eve of the trade deadline, as we were just talking about, against the Charlotte Hornets, 645. Dave Johnson and crew right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Derek Carr expected to meet with the New Orleans Saints today with his contract deadline looming next week. And Michael Irvin has been sent home by the NFL Network because of a complaint by a woman at his hotel on Sunday night. No further details uh, available, according to the New York Post. And that's what's trending. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Does your podcast bring all the girls to the yard, Chris? My podcast is better than yours. <laughs> <Bring>. <laughs> I don't know if I could say. 
answer how I want to answer on the radio. <laughs> My podcast brings all the girls to the yard. I'm Russell. Oh, man. I'm better than yours. No. I'm Russell. I'm better than yours. If I only, love it. If only any of that was true, I could use as many girls to the yard to podcasts as you want. You want to look? Hey, I post all the links. Click on them, damn it. Download them. Honorable mention, dumb dumb of the day, to the person that tried to cut off a tractor trailer that was carrying a crane on my way into work today. Mm. That was savage to try and watch. You're a moron. Or as Craig Carton, I love it. Craig Carton went and checked out my Twitter and said, I thought there was really a donkey driving down the road. Uh, see, I, I didn't get that whole yes, thing. I didn't realize. Okay. Well, uh, my tweet was. Route 4 inbound after Woodyard Road. A donkey driving a vehicle tried to cut in front of a long bed truck carrying a crane. Shocker. It did not go well. Center of the roadway is blocked and no help on the scene. Oh, my gosh. You know, because whenever, like, again. He dunked off. And this morning, I left earlier and earlier. I keep leaving earlier and earlier because I trust my wife to get my kid to school right now. Uh, I make her lunch. I let the dog out and I get out the door. Uh But this is the kind of stuff you can't plan for. Because you look at the GPS, it's, oh, it's only going to take you 40 minutes this morning. Yeah. And then you get out on the road, and you get to there, and it's 30 minutes to go 10 miles. And you're like, oh, crap. Guy, this morning you know? wasn't wasn't a problem for me. I love it. Yesterday, I heard your boy was in, in I crisis heard. mode. I heard. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. All right. Time now for you know what. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. All righty. Headline, quote, my boobs became huge Mm. after I drank my dad's beer. What? While naked. Whoa. That's the headline via the New York Post. Some of you, many of you, maybe, have seen Veronica Radjek, the self-proclaimed and I guess who the media has labeled as the new interest in Tom Brady's life, the Slovakian model, who is just simply gorgeous, right? Uh, You've seen her, you know, she's identified at least as the Tom Brady super fan, and some have tried to connect the dots. She recently was a guest on the podcast Pillow Talk, which I didn't know existed. Uh, But Rajek said, when asked... If her breasts were artificial, she said, quote, they are mine. Okay. Congratulations. I haven't heard that before. She said, quote, here's here's where we're, we're getting. I didn't have big breasts when I was younger because I was doing track and field for eight years. But one summer, one summer, I was sunbathing, like naked. And I drank my father's beer. And I think they grew like this. End quote. So she said, if you want to have big breasts, drink beer. End quote. Now, beyond the absurdity of that statement, I'm just here to say, listen. There's a lot of big bellies out there because of beer. Exactly. If anything's growing, baby, it's a lot of waistlines from drinking beer, not boobs. Honey. Your boobs did not grow over a summer because you were sunbathing nude, which I'm sure you looked fabulous doing, uh, because you were also drinking your dad's IPA. Mm. I'm sorry. This is as bold. Ye- wait a minute, you know though. what? Yeast expands. Uh, yeast and hops do not expand boobs, do they? Yeast expands when it gets warmer. That's how we bake the bread. I, this is true. I can't deny that. Listen, I mean, if that was the case, every every woman that wanted bigger boobs, instead of going to get plastic surgery, would just start drinking a bunch of Anheuser-Busch. No, but then they'd get a big belly, too. And then they'd get mega boobs. Well, then how did she not get a big belly? Because she's thin as you could. I so mean, she's her abs look like a six-pack. I mean, so all of a sudden, just one summer, she drank a lot of her daddy's beer and her boobs exploded? That's what she said. Come on. I think she, I think she is taking advantage of the stupidity of this world. The tiktok 
of the world. And the fact that people are connecting her with having relations with Tom Brady. Which, hey, listen, if she's doing that, good for her and damn good for him. Honey, get off the back pages. Your boobs didn't get big because you drank a couple of uh, Natty Lights over the summer. Your boobs got big because it's something called, I don't know, like hormones and, and growing and whatever. It just so happened. It didn't happen because you had a bunch of cerveza while you were sunbathing in the nude in Hyannisport or in Slovakia or wherever you were. So that ridiculous theory and notion is my special award winner. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. That'll do it for us. I'll see you in Navy and Bucknell tonight in Annapolis in a key Patriot League matchup. You can listen to it on the Odyssey app coming up tonight at 7 o'clock. Doc Walker, Burgundy and Gold today is next right here on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 